We are a week away from Spider-Man No Way Home. It is almost here, and we have so much still coming out in terms of news, announcements, little secret details that I think Kevin Feige is finally cracking under the sweat that, uh, you know, the multiverse is breaking. They can't hold it back, and I don't think he can hold back his uh, secrets anymore. Welcome, everyone, to Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We're going to be talking everything to do with Spider-Man that's come out this past week, as well as the last two episodes, episodes three and four of Hawkeye, the Disney Plus series, and plus some other things that have uh, been going on. This is your first time listening to the podcast. Happy to have you here. Whether you found us on Instagram with our uh, Trivia Tuesdays or Would You Rathers, like um, our Thanksgiving ones that I am still uh, thinking about to this very day, go check out episode for Thanksgiving special about that. Or if you found us uh, from a friend or friend, first off, tell your friend thank you. And then uh, sit down for a while. We're going to talk some more. I am one of your esteemed co-hosts here on the podcast. My name is Devin Stone. But I always love to sit down every week to talk about everything to do Marvel, MCU, and the like with my good friend and pal, the other person here, always sharing my excitement and esteemed enthusiasm for all things MCU. It's Louis Tonnerini. How's it going, man? Good. Good. How are you? I'm a little tired. I'm not going to lie. It's been a long week. Same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. But it's going, man. You were talking about cracks in the multiverse and all that good stuff today uh was a new episode of hot ones oh is this the one with tom holland tom holland's in it did you watch it tom Hol- i didn't yet I, we should watch it after this but tom holland is infamous for giving stuff away <laughs> and usually there's another avenger there to stop him but sean evans is no avenger and i don't i don't know because good friend of the show Dan, shout out Dan. Mm-hmm. He sent me the link for it. I had seen that he was on it, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. So if he sent it to me, it's either A, because he knows that I'll freaking love it, or B, because something happened and he needs me to see it. We're, I'm going to find out when I eventually listen to it. That's awesome. I uh, did see, I think, a clip of it. It wasn't anything to do with the movie. It was talking about um, uh, one of the coolest things his like, brother got one of his younger siblings, uh, RDJ gave his uh, younger brother the actual original Iron Man helmet. Wow. Yeah, talk about that. Now that's, that is some serious moolah in terms of prop. Yeah, the only thing I saw was he grabbed the far left wing to start. And Is that, uh, like- what is it? So in terms of like, the way they order it. is that like one of the hotter ones or i i feel like they do it incorrectly uh-huh. because if you're going to go from lowest to hottest you'd think it would go from left to right but the way that they're situated it goes from right to left mm. so when you eat you start with the right the farthest right wing and you eat that and it's so many scovilles blah 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 yeah. you move all the way down number at the seventh spot is the bomb beyond insanity that's the one that breaks literally everybody and then you still have to, no. That's the eight spot. Excuse me. That's in the eight spot. Breaks everybody. Then you still have two more sauces. Mm-hmm. But he grabbed what's called the the last dab Apollo, and he was going to eat it. And everybody's like, "No!" And he's like, "Oh, you know, being all British." He's like, "I was going to eat it. Oh my god, we would have had to stop." <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Why did you stop him? But jeez. 
alas, they stopped him. Nice. So, uh, Louis, before we get into the fun, awesome Spider-Man news, some Daredevil news, and some other pieces, too, and talk about Hawkeye, uh, you know, we always like to talk a little bit about what's been going on since the last time we recorded. So, this segment here, we like to call... MCU for you. So, Louie, what has been MCU for you? MCU for me. Usually I buy stuff, but with the Christmas season coming, I haven't, I haven't bought anything. Uh, Devin's Christmas present came in the mail. Normally Ooh. I get him I get him Marvel stuff. I also got him a Star Wars Funko Pop, but that was a long time ago. But this is a, a Marvel gift because we're a Marvel we're a Marvel family over here. That makes sense. Thank you. Other than that, I watched Hawkeye. I watched the episode uh, about Echo twice. Episode three. I watched it twice. Mm. Um, I've been working like a freaking dog, though. So I haven't done much. I made a TikTok. Yeah, yeah, you did. Go check it out. We'll put it in the show notes made, for this week's episode. I, I made a TikTok. I also shared it on the gram. And uh, yeah, we hung out with Heart of a Hero CEO Ricky. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was a good time. We have plans. Wonder what that could mean. Mm. Stay tuned um, in twenty twenty two, y'all. That's all I'll say. Twenty twenty two. Other than that, I have the great Emily Sweet. Emily Sweet Art on uh, Instagram doing something for me. And uh, that's all I'll say about that. It She sent me a rough draft. It was phenomenal, uh, as always. So, yeah. How about you, Mr. Devin? You know, I um, did a few different things. Some that you previously mentioned. Did some shopping here and there. Because, so, uh, you know, I mentioned here and there, I'm in a band called Wolf Road. Chicago uh, pop punk metalcore kind of genre band. I woke up screaming. <laughs> and so, thank you. Uh, but we're actually playing a holiday show in downtown. Nice. Uh, we're playing a downtown show on the 17th. And if you, of course, know what that date means, it's Spider-Man. So I'm trying to think of, uh, I've been trying to hunt down like a really good Spider-Man ugly Christmas sweater, which, you know, they're actually really not that ugly. It's awesome. So I might just wear it all year round. But I'm really just struggling trying to get one uh, that's kind of cool. Not just like, here's a crew neck and then like, barely covering your chest like a printed pattern instead of actually being knit and everything, which is what I want to be more authentic and everything. So I've been really struggling to try and get one in time and I don't think it's looking too promising, but I have had a good time just kind of scoping around looking at uh, MCU related Christmas sweaters. There is another one that I'm kind of tempted to get in general. It's the winter soldier. So one of the sleeves has his actual uh, uh, metal arm and everything. And then it has this, star in the center it looks really cool not gonna lie but yeah 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 aside from that uh i just been catching up on some things but i actually decided to watch hawkeye at two in the morning because i took a nap and then woke up 15 minutes before it came out in central time so i'll talk more about that but i actually started reading the comic that is uh pretty much the sole basis that the series is based on so that's kind of cool i'm trying to read it a little bit slower that's what I've been looking for, actually. 
but yeah, I've been trying to uh, read it a little bit slower, so I'm not going to be getting too ahead of us on myself in case it spoils the show since we have two weeks left of episodes to go. But uh, aside from that, it's kind of been it. I, I looked up your your sweater mm-hmm. and I found animeape.com. It's all in Japanese. Nice. That's why I have Google Translate. There's even another one I found too that had all three Spider-Men pointing at each other, which, you know, is pretty, uh, I don't know, I'd call it pretty meta, but we'll see. I don't, I don't want to jinx myself. If I buy that and if Toby and Andrew are not in No Way Home and I literally show up to the movie with that They're freaking in it, sweater. Oh, They're man. in it. Come on. Um, I, I'm a big UFC fan. Yeah. And there's this thing going on right now where Dominic Cruz, who is a fighter and an, an, an what's the word I want to, analyst? Analyst? He does analyst. Analyst. Mm-hmm. There it is. I was going to say an analyzer, which is not a word. Sounds like a synthesizer. He is an analyst and he also is a fighter at 135 pounds. So he's one of the little guys. Mm-hmm. He was asked about Daniel Cormier, who is a heavyweight and 205 champion, retired. Now he's a commentator analyst. Mm-hmm. And he says, when Dan- when DC talks, I usually mute the TV. He doesn't do his, his uh, homework and this and that. And they got into a big, not an altercation, but. Daniel really had his his feelings hurt and he was upset. And then I saw a Spider-Man meme of uh, the two Spider-Man pointing at each other. And it said when Dominic Cruz and Daniel Cormier got into a uh, kerfuffle and uh, the one was just regular Spider-Man. The other one was really fat (laughs) Spider-Man. Daniel Daniel Cormier pointing. And I was like, oh, that's funny. So good stuff. I also did see that today. Heck yeah. All right, we keep saying Spider-Man this, Spider-Man that. I want to start talking about Spider-Man everything. News or footage. Keyword Marvel News. Daredevil coming to the MCU. <laughs> you know, you mentioned it. Why don't we talk about that? Because it could be in Spider-Man No Way Home. I don't know. Well, you know what we should have done, actually? We really should do a bingo card. So when we go to the movie, we check off to see how many things we have. I'm going to make it's it. Not, it's not too late. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a bingo card. All right. Uh, all right. You heard it here, folks. This is my way of keeping myself accountable. So I remember this. Dan. Oh, yeah. He will not let me forget. Let me go. <laughs> he and I have been having some funny messages back and forth. It's awesome. Uh, I apologize to Louis or Richard, whoever sits next to me. It's going to be great. So, Daredevil, right? So, right now, of course, there's a lot of uh, big press tours and everything going on, not only for the casting crew of No Way Home, like um, Tom Holland, as well as Zendaya and everything else. However, also, uh, Amy Pascal, as well as Kevin Feige, are kind of doing their own run, too, simultaneously. So, in an interview recently, I believe it was uh, Screen Rant had the uh, exclusive on this. Maybe this is something else. Um, but basically, Kevin Feige was asked a series of different questions. You know, they're always talking to about little things like, what's about this? What about that? And blah, 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 blah. Well, what we found out is he kind of caved and he confirmed saying if you were to see daredevil in upcoming things charlie cox yes would be the actor playing daredevil where we see that how we see that when we see that <laughs> remains to be seen um louis i don't know if you happen to watch the actual video interview with this uh with kevin feige talking about this so 
I highly encourage everyone to go watch it. Just type it in. You'll probably be able to find it on YouTube. But what's really funny about all of it is the fact that as uh, he's talking about the quote and everything, all I see is Amy Pascal, almost like she seems very squirmy. She obviously knows something, whether it's related in No Way Home or something else, Spider-Man adjacent. Um, she's just like flicking her hair all around and you know, looking like she's got a, like a really uh, up to no good kind of grin on and same thing with him. So it was uh, kind of interesting and pretty funny, to be honest. Um, so I am pretty excited, pretty excited to say the least. Well, the the big rumor is that Peter Spidey is going to need a lawyer. He's going to have to lawyer up. I don't really know why, but that's the big thing is like lawyer up and go against this dead guy Mysterio and mm -hmm. trying to defile your name. I feel like if Charlie Cox, I, I don't think he's going to be Daredevil in No Way Home, but I feel like he'll make a cameo as Matt Murdock in No Way Home. Maybe he'll just hand him a, a business card or mm, something I see like what you're that. saying. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes the problems with uh, just having big characters do cameos and stuff like that, um, a good example of this, there was a scrap scene in Far From Home where they actually did a, a, a ben, Uncle Ben reference. It was to do with uh, they'd shot the scene and everything, but they said they cut it because it just felt like it was taking too much away from the story that they wanted right there. And it was kind of like shoehorning it. Um, basically, I guess like Aunt May was giving a suit and everything, kind of just helping Peter with something. And I think it was uh, Uncle Ben's old suit or something like that. So that's kind of where it came into play. So going to this point what you just brought up, I don't think it would actually take anything away from or even be too distracting or, you know, it'll just be really incredible and get you psyched and help you build energy as you're watching the movie because odds are that whole scene with him like uh, being kind of like interrogated and everything and if Matt Burdock does show up as his like attorney or something, obviously he's got to get him out of the pickle or that he's in right away for the movie to progress. So um, if they just show Matt Murdock, I think it's totally fine. It'll get really excited. Be pumped, and we're going to be thinking about it for the next 15 minutes until something else happens. Um, 15 minutes. Dude, the way this movie is going, all two hours and 30 minutes, I feel like every 10 minutes is going to be like, oh, <gasps> like, every 10 minutes. It's going to be like every 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's going to be really cool. Is that Miles? Is that this? Is that the, who? What? Carnage is back? Who is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's going to be great. Heck, yeah. I, uh. I decided to put a. Um, it kind of goes along with it too, with Spider Man, of course, uh, with about Venom, Venom being in the MCU when that kind of comes into play and everything. Feige said, uh, you know, we're working on it. We've been talking about it ever since um, they saw the success that Tom Hardy's landed himself in the role of Ed, uh, Eddie Brock, and Venom's actually, you know, successful. So it is kind of more of talks like how and when are they going to get him in? Um, so I was curious, and I took that little uh, post about that, and I turned into a survey. Next Thursday, that's when they're getting a man. That's going to vote on the bingo card, for sure. But I was just kind of <laughs> curious uh, if people thought, we, are we going to get Venom in No Way Home in any shape or form? Even if it's literally just half a second, or is he going to be actually a pivotal character? Probably not. More so in the very quick, towards the end, maybe. I don't know. So many cameos. Oh, yeah. 
But we got a, uh, let me pull up the stat real quick again. I want to say it was very, very close, and I was actually pleasantly surprised to see it was almost split down the middle, which is kind of impressive if you think about it. While you while you look that up, I'll just, I'll, you know, we're getting Daredevil in this movie. We're going to get Venom in this movie. We're going to get a Miles Morales. Uh, not, a, not a person, but I think he'll be mentioned because he was mentioned in, in Homecoming. Yeah, it would make sense to bring him up again. In this movie, we're getting Wolverine in this movie, dude. Yes, this movie's gonna be the best movie ever, dude. Hell yeah, that's not going on the bingo card. What if I made that the free space? I was gonna say, no, I think the free space should be a Stan Lee cameo. Mm -hmm. I know Mm. they're trying to like respect him, like, obviously, you want to respect him. He's like, he's like. The man, yeah, stand the man. But with this being like the biggest movie since Endgame, which isn't a lot, you know, we've only had like three movies since Endgame, but like this is such a big deal. I feel like put him on a newspaper or something. They like don't make him say anything, don't like computer generate him or anything, but like, yeah, they don't throw a picture. Throw a picture somewhere or something like that. Okay, I got a I I got a little game. Um, but before that, I found out my stat again. Fifty four percent said yes. We're gonna see Venom in No Way Home. It was decided by one vote. That's how close it is. So that's why I'm like, ooh. So I'm curious. All right, Louis. My little game for you is this: Stanley cameo. If you have to predict right now, based off of what we've seen in the trailers and everything like that and No Way Home and what we know, where do you predict and how are they going to include the Stanley cameo? Where? Where or how? Um, that's a good question. I'm sorry, I was covering my face. That's a good question. If I had to like... Mm-hmm. Think of a late if if I had to think of a lazy guest guess, guess uh-huh. I would say on like a Daily Bugle paper or I don't even think they do the newspaper I think it's like a blog yeah, I think it's all like an online so maybe like journal. a daily like Peter will go to the Daily Bugle dot com or whatever mm-hmm. and see Jameson yelling and spouting and like down below and like an ad or something. There'll be a picture of him with like a, mm-hmm. with like a funny quip ad or something. Right. Um, if I had to get even lazier, I'd say they would like put him in a, in a fun, uh, post credit scene with all three Spider-Men, you know, mm-hmm. one of those, Excuse me. One of those throwaway scenes, like when uh, Teenage Groot was telling Peter Quill that he's no fun. Yeah. So maybe like all three of them like doing something with a with a photo of Stanley or like I don't I don't I don't know how, but right. You know, maybe all three of them like webbing like Stanley into the into the mm. into the sky, not sky, but into the into an area or something like that. That's fair. But if I had to like make a good guess, I don't know, man. 
I don't know. I I don't know how they're going to do it. What 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 do you think? Well, I'm not too far from you because when I thought about it, I would see it be the bugle too, but not online. I would think it'd be more in their actual office. That's if they even show if you know who knows if they even have an actual publication office. But if they do, I could totally see they're almost being like a bust or um, like a little like plaque or something else like that. Uh, that would show as like, you know, the, the founder or not the founder, but just something like a, like a historical piece of the actual company. Um, that's where I would predict to see the Stanley cameo definitely in the bugle. So be interesting to find out. Maybe on the, uh, Maybe on one of the walls of like the uh, the lawyer office when they're going to see Nelson and Murdoch, mm-hmm. you know, you'll see you go to those buildings that have like a bunch of different stuff in one building, you mm-hmm. know. So it'll be like Nelson and Murdoch this oh, way. Oh, like the company name tags. And stuff. Uh, uh, Lee Stanley Incorporated right. that way, you cool. know, stuff, some, something like that. Perhaps like that. you know, maybe not his face, but just his name somewhere would be cool. Yeah. You know, also one thing too in the comics, uh, Stanley always had a section like his Stanley soapbox, and that's where he kind of just shared his little thoughts and stuff to the readers. I can see that being something too, being a little cameo. Maybe it's like SL soapbox in a Daily Bugle section or something. I would, I w- yeah, I would like that. So on the other side of uh, Daredevil and everything, before we kind of continue on to the next part of the news, Daredevil season two had a pretty big character that everyone fell in love with, especially by the actor involved and portrayed the role of the one and only Punisher. Frank Castle. You think I'm the Punisher? You think I'm the Punisher? Heck yeah. You're goddamn right I'm the Punisher. (laughs) Uh, I love John Bernthal. He has the biggest ears in Hollywood. At me. (laughs) That guy can hear me right now. He can (laughs) Like, I love him. I think he's awesome. I think he's f- really good. When Ada was first born, John Bernthal on Hot Ones. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean to steal your thunder, no, but he good. said he said he would love to return as the Punisher, but it would probably be as a grittier character, so it would probably have to be a movie because – what he wants to do is not Disney plus appropriate. And I mean, he's not like saying, I want to go out there and do all this gory crap, but like, you know, the Punisher's a a more mature audience character and he doesn't want to dull it down per se. And, you know, yeah. And so the exact quote was it, he said it needs to be a level of darkness. I think if there's, any let up on that character, you do a disservice to the character, to every iteration of the character, to every comic book that's come before, and to all the unbelievable fans of the character. So, uh, you're spot on on that point too. I mean, when you've seen how brutal he can get, at least with Daredevil, he can kind of get away with it um, because he's the guy trying to be the good, like chaotic neutral or chaotic good and everything. And um, with the Punisher, he's just... He's in it for the blood and getting that vengeance, but you know, trying to do the right thing still is uh, a vigilante. So the only way I could really compare it is, you know, the darkest we've really seen so far, um, and Hawkeye's a good example, is with Ronan, with the way just kind of killing these like 
mobs and gangsters and people who just are uh, up to like bad business and everything. Faceless people. That's yeah. So I kind of wonder if they could, you know, approach incorporating the Punisher down the line is a kind of similar way of uh, what the way did with Ronan. But at the same time, it probably still wouldn't give the same service. So I could see in the next like phase five era or something. If I mean, we're talking that long in the future now um, because they're getting blade and everything They're at some point they're going to cross that threshold of getting more of the darker uh, like Marvel comic characters and arcs and stories incorporated because the fans are growing up with this too. I mean, we've been seeing this since we were in like sixth, seventh grade when Iron Man one first came out. So at some point, you know, it's okay to start talking a little bit about darker stuff and keeping things lighter too. And I think that is what they're starting to steer into based off of uh, the shows and the movies and everything like that. So maybe they have their own part of the multiverse in this sense where the Punisher resides, totally R-rated. Same with maybe even Blade down the line. I don't really know what to expect from that, being honest. So uh, take it with a grain of salt. But most importantly, with Deadpool. At some point, he's going to come into the MCU or just at least have his own area. So maybe reserve like the kind of darker side of things of Marvel in its own little area, just so if that's better in terms of preserving the story, the characters themselves too, without watering one down in order to just uh, have everything else not be saturated with the R mixed with PG-13 too much. I mean, maybe that's just a route they explore. And I think that's totally okay to really ponder on it and see what the audience and uh, is receptive to and going on with before they make those decisions. So bottom line, I'm totally fine if they don't rush into these sort of things. What do you think? Oh, I think, I think it's hilarious that you say explore the darker side of stuff and then talk about Deadpool <laughs> where he's like, yeah, it's gory or whatever, but he's definitely not. That's a what dark I, that's what I kind of meant. By, yeah. By any means, but, <clears throat> That guy just turned that other guy into a er, kebab. <laughs> <laughs> um, Punisher would have to be R-rated. Yeah, I think. And the problem, like, yeah, it's not really a problem, but like, you'd want him to be with other heroes and stuff. And I think you can do a not as R-rated. Like, mm-hmm. if you're gonna bring him in to help out in a Daredevil movie, I don't think that has to be R-rated. I think. If he's just doing something quickly or on the side, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. But alas, here we are. Fair enough. Let's, uh, I don't know too much, but you have here that Secret Invasion has started filming. Yeah. So Secret Invasion started filming. And so that's the series that's going to be led by Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. So the reason why I want to talk a little bit about this is because. Uh, it did confirm that, of course, Colby Smul- Smulders is coming back. Our Robin Trubatsky, better known as Maria Hill and S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything. So I'm excited for it because I just, everyone knows I'm a big fan of Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything. And I really like that era <laughs> before it collapsed in uh, Winter Soldier, you know, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. So for me, it's almost like a return to uh, the beginning, right? Because it's going to be more on the organization side of things maybe we'll see some shield uh remnants but most importantly sword too or something else because i want to know what is going on with fury's timeline now 
in uh, storyline, really, because of what we saw with the scrolls and everything else after Far From Home. So that is something I'm really excited for. I'm glad that they are still having some of these older MCU characters come back. Um, but the main thing is Secret Invasions, all about scrolls being secret characters you didn't realize were scrolls the whole time. I cannot wait because I know there's got to be some big crazy reveals or changes or they're going to mess around with things. But I wanted to see who's all going to make an appearance because they can transform into anyone. But I just saw you shaking your head a little bit. You seem like, eh, what's, uh, what's got you worried? I feel like they're going to ruin some stuff, man. I don't think they're going to get any of the big actors back. You know, yeah, you're not going to get like a, RDJ just, or Steve Evans. Or Chris Evans. Yeah. Excuse Chris me? Evans. I say Steve Evans. Steve Rogers, buddy. Steve Rogers, Steve Evans. You see what I did? Yeah, I saw. I, I, you know, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Rip. Yeah, it would probably just be somebody that's still active in the MCU. <clears throat> and when you do that, it like really f- messes stuff up for future iterations. You know, if right. you just find out that like Sam has been a scroll this whole time and now Captain America is a scroll and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, yeah, that, I, there's no way that would happen. That would just ruin so much of that character development. I know. I'm just saying. So it'd have to be like a, a, a tiny character that you don't really think about too often or something. You can't do it with anybody that you're trying to build stuff off of, you know, like Captain Marvel can't be a scroll or Kamala Khan or, or Bucky can't be a scroll or like, what do you, come on. The best is just like the, the normal people being scrolls, like, uh, like Talos being, uh, Nick Fury mm. and Talos's wife being Maria Hill. Maybe Sharon Carter was a scroll. That's but exactly then, what I was going to say. I think maybe Sharon Carter could be a scroll. Even then she's the power broker. And like, you're like, obviously nobody remembers the power broker at this point because so much is going on, but you're going to like dilute the character there. And then like Steve Rogers made out with a scroll weird. You know, it's weird enough that he was making out with Sharon Carter, <laughs> let alone. It really depends a, on the a scroll. I guess it really depends on when they became a scroll, right? Or when the, that trade-off happened, because obviously Nick Fury wasn't always a scroll. Um, and then someone just kind of took it over for him like Talos. So I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So that's all there really is going on for now in terms of Secret Invasion. But yeah, just be on the lookout. That's coming eventually. And before we get into the Hawkeye of it all, our new favorite character in the MCU is coming back. Is that safe to say? Our new favorite character in the MCU? Dreva's coming back, y'all. I haven't seen Eternals, so I don't I don't know. No. Uh, you're talking about Shang-Chi, baby. Shang- Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Wings. Rings. Is that the title of his hot, like, hot Ones episode? That's what they say immediately. And he's like, okay. Oh, yeah. this was coming. Can we move along now? <laughs> it's like saying like, wow, I haven't showered since last year. When it's January 1st. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Name that reference. Um, dude, what was I going to say? Yeah. Uh, so the official news came out from uh, a few different ways. But basically, if you are a fan of Shang-Chi like we are and want more and just so excited to see what's going on, uh, officially came out this week. So Feige did say, that Destin, uh, and if you're wondering who Destin is, he was a director, Destin Daniel Cretton. So he basically inked a deal on F everything, coming back to stay in the MCU for a little bit longer, which is great because he, you know, he's a good visionary and he knows the character very well. 
So the quote is, Destin is an amazing collaborator who brought a unique perspective and skill to Shang-Chi in The Legend of the Ten Rings. We had a fantastic time working together on the film, and he has so many intriguing ideas for stories to bring to life on Disney+. Plus. So we're thrilled to expand our relationship with him and can't wait to get started. Didn't... What's his name? Destin? Mm-hmm. Didn't he used to be roommates with uh, Alan Sil- Silverstry? <laughs> are you asking legitimately or are you asking to ruffle my ruffle my fe- feathers? I was trying to ruffle your feathers. All I got was a little a little grin of I hate you so much most of the time. Well, I hate it because now I have to fucking look it up. What are you looking up? To see if he was his roommate? Yeah. No, wasn't the other guy his roommate? The Black Panther guy? Yeah, you're thinking right? of... Um... I don't know his name, but the guy that directed yeah, Black Panther, wasn't he? Ryan Cooler was roommates with um, Ludwig, Ludwig Gorenson, who did the score for Community, for um, The Mandalorian, but Black Panther. Oh, see, I uh, I am all over the place. No, he wasn't his uh, roommate. I know, as far I found that I and found tell. zero search results, so thank you for that. <laughs> That's now my search history. Yep. Forever, like wow, well, he, well, he he hosts a he hosts, hosts if, a Marvel if, podcast and didn't know that. If you <laughs> catch a if you catch a heart attack right now and they go through your computer, that's that's what they're gonna find. Like, what a dumbass! What, what a nerd! Shang Chi, awesome. Legend of the Ten Rings, awesome. Can't wait for Shang Chi and Legend of the Eleven Rings coming to uh, the silver screen in twenty twenty five or whatever. Right. Just uh, jokes aside, the Ten Rings, you know, the post credit scene. If you haven't seen it, spoilers. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Uh, the post credit scene with Captain Marvel and uh, Mark Buffalo doing their thing, you know, talking about the rings and how they're important to to life. And they don't know where they're from. And they could be really old or they could be alien or this and like so it's cool that we're gonna probably get a deep dive into what what these what these uh bangles even are you know he said something about a disney plus show i think uh, i i say her name wrong every time she she ling she ling i think a she ling uh show about her running the 10 rings and like being a i'll probably say a villain like a villain led show yeah, maybe maybe even a, an anti-hero kind of like Loki, but I think she'd be more of a villain. Yeah, I guess more the the anti-hero route. It really depends, I guess, but I mean, no matter what, it's kind of it'll be kind of cool to see uh that story kind of fleshed out some more and further explore it. Her and Razor Fist starting their relationship. Speaking of Razor Fist, I don't know if you saw it, uh there's a deleted scene where he was originally supposed to die in uh the battle. You did tell me that. I did tell you. Did I tell you on air? You did tell me on air. Well, I told you again, so go check it out. Great news, man. More Shang-Chi? Great news. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Right? Correct. All right. We have been talking for so long, and we haven't even talked about the last two episodes of Disney Plus series, Hawkeye.
Does it feel weird to you that there's literally no like, like Hawkeye colon subtitle? Like WandaVision, you know it's a show. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know it's a show. Loki. Well, Loki is just Loki, so yeah, I guess. Do you see where I'm going with this? Every time I type no. in like Hawkeye, <laughs> like I just watched Hawkeye, I just watched Hawkeye, or I just I just watched Loki. It's kind of like well, like Loki the character. You just watch a scene with them, or you watch a show. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, is it like the? Is it supposed to be like the Disney Plus original series Hawkeye? Blah, blah, right. blah. That's that's, that's how I just introduced it. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever. Um. So we had two episodes since we last talked. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, the last time we we discussed the first two episodes, which were both bangers, both like 50 minutes long. The next two episodes, much shorter. Mm. Sadness, man. Like 40 minutes apiece. Yeah. So we left off episode two, uh, the big, the big brute uh, tracksuit mafia guy goes and finds a lady. He's like, we got our boss. We got, we got, well, got him, got her. We got them, whatever. And we come to see her as, as my, what's her name? Maya. Maya. Maya Gonzalez. Is that wrong? I look. Maya Lopez. Lopez. Maya Lopez. Excuse my, uh, my brain fart. Um, obviously I'm not going to break down everything. But what do you think of Maya as a character? So, I mean, with the prior knowledge already known that she's getting her own series that was announced recently for Echo, um, Maya Lopez's character is very interesting. So not only is the character actually uh, deaf and everything in the comics and such like that, but, you know, there's that component of her being uh, an amputee and she has the prosthetic limb. So... That made me kind of uh, curious a little bit, and I guess the character uh, doesn't really have that in the comics. The actual actress does, uh, Alakwa Cox. And so I thought that was really cool that she added more to it because there's a lot of representation in just this character alone in those communities for both those who are, um, you know, uh, have the disabilities with their hearing as well as with uh, those who have amputees or any sort of, uh, you know, challenges with that matter. So... I think it's really cool just to see how they're depicting the character so far. I mean, even see, I believe it was in episode three when Clint is fighting her with a bow or the one, uh, I forget what he hit her with, and it just basically snapped on her leg, and he was like, yo, what the hell? Um, because of the prosthetic. But overall, I think the character is, I want to see where the tipping point's going to be, you know? Because she's clearly misguided based off of uh, her experience with her uncle and, you know, the little things we're going to talk about in a minute here. But um, I wonder if she's going to make a turn before the series is over because I'm really curious to see how they're going to spin off into having her own show. Just kind of flat out. I'm just, I, I'm not picking up the breadcrumbs of why they want to focus on her and what they're going to do uh, moving forward. So I'm just a little curious, but um, it's kind of my takeaway so far. What are your thoughts on uh, Maya? I love her. Really? I do. I think she's a badass. Yeah. Obviously. She's got, like you said, the prosthetic leg. She straight I think I think it's Clint. I think she kicks Clint in the head with her with her like <laughs> with her prosthetic leg. And I was like, 
oh, she's going to kick someone. Like when she's boxing at the beginning. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's going to kick somebody with that leg. And then she did. And I was like, yes, yes. So I think it's, uh, it makes you pay more attention with the, with the whole deaf thing. Like she's talking to her. I'm going to call him her dad. I'm pretty sure it was her dad talking to him about dragons and such. Yeah. Speaking of, we just talked about Shang-Chi for a little bit. Wasn't that a little bit on the nose? Yeah, that's what they talked about on the Watch Mojo video. Yeah. Like, one day maybe she'll get to go to Taylo and see the dragons that she's uh, been missing. Yeah. I doubt it, but maybe. Um, Shang-Chi seems a little more mystical, where this seems a little more grounded and... Practical. Yeah, like, could happen. I like, obviously, I don't think it's going to happen, but could. Mm-hmm. Um, She's... Taskmaster-esque, where she's just like watching her opponents while she's a little girl in her Mm -hmm. karate or her martial arts class. And she just goes out there and and does what he's doing and beats him or whatever. So she like is very good at that. Um, They keep doing like close-ups of her face. Mm -hmm. And she's, you know, she's, I, I, I assume she's Mexican. Right. But she's got like, she's got like a, a bit of Vince D'Onofrio in her. And I love it. And I'm just like, he's going to be there for sure. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm just making it up in my head, but I'm just like, yes, you are my link here. Uh, but she's, she's really cool. And, and the fact that she doesn't talk makes her a lot more intriguing, I think. Yeah. You know, where some people just talk too much. You know, mm-hmm. Kate almost talks too much. Yeah, she does uh she does talk a lot. But that's part of her character too, is like she's an annoying twenty something year old girl trying to be the next Hawkeye. So she's just like blah 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 and Clint's just like just shut up. Just shut up. She's basically doing what Peter does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I is Haley Steinfeld is younger than Tom Holland. I had no idea. Um, oh, she's playing an older character. Interesting. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't make that connection. And I think I think uh Shang-Chi is around the same age as Kate Bishop in the in the movies. Yeah, they said he I'm pretty sure he said his age like he's like twenty six or something or twenty yeah, five. And I was like, like, dude, he's way older than that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Simu, but you are you are you're you're killing it, but yeah. Maya, I like Maya a lot. And like you said, Mm -hmm. misguided, um, they, not they, the Ronin kills her dad. Rest in peace, Maya's dad. Mm -hmm. So now Maya is on a warpath against the Ronin, and she's got the tracksuit mafia. She's like the leader of the mafia. But is she, though? So, But is she, though? Yeah. Um, now, Louie, what would make you think that? Was there something or someone you saw in the episode that made you think that there's something bigger, not only uh, literally and figuratively, coming down the road? Clint saying that she's not the leader of the tracksuit mafia. That's what made me think that. No, I'm just kidding. 
Clint does say like, no, oh, no, she's not on top. Somebody's above her. And Kate's like, how do you know? And he's like, come on, I know stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why they eventually break into Kate's mom's laptop. But in the beginning of the episode, she's getting ready to do karate. And then the most glorious hand reaches out and he's got the cufflinks and he's got the big meaty palm. And he's like, you are my stepdaughter or niece or whatever. And I love you. I don't, I don't think he says any words, but he's just like, well, he hears a little laugh, but you know, that laugh, you know, that like giggle and, and I am just, Jazzed. I'm just jazzed for it. And uh, we got Kingpin. Yeah, we're getting some Kingpin. I am excited for that. Um we just watched three and four. I assume I assume he's gonna be in five. And then like elaborate him in six, but he'll probably just show up at the end of six and be like, I'm back. And I'm gonna be like, I know something. I know you know something, but don't like just because you're on Reddit all day doesn't mean that I need to be leaked. No, you know what? It wasn't fucking Reddit. Guess what it was? Tic Tac. It was Tic Tac. Freaking Tic Tac, dude. Every spoiler I've seen in the last month, especially on Spider Man, that was totally accidental, is literally me opening up Tic Tac and it's as soon as it fucking homepage and it says, for you. Hey, guess what? Guess what? Hey, we don't like Spider-Man. You want to see the whole fucking movie? Yeah. I do want to see the whole movie. Yeah, I would like to Thursday. see it. Because you know why? I paid good fucking money to sit in some seats that are a little too close to the screen for my personal preference to fucking see the movie. None of my goddamn phone. We're going to be like, dude, this movie is the best. <laughs> um, I'm not editing out any of my curse words. Sorry, everyone. I'll just mark it explicit. You've been warned. It's okay. So we get into the Maya of it all. Let's let's stay on Hawkeye here. We get into the Maya of it all, and then they have, they make their escape, mm-hmm. right? The car scene. What did you think of the car scene? The car scene. You know, I I don't think I actually saw any trailers that uh referenced it because I know you brought it up a few times. Like really, yeah. When we get in the car scene, when we get in the car scene. We got the car scene. It was cool, man. Yeah, I knew we were getting a, a scene with the car, and I had seen the part of like, we're not ruining a challenger, which is a comic book reference because they in the comic book they do the same thing and they destroy that challenger. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really interesting with her breaking Clint's earbud or uh, earbud, like like stomping on he, it. Like he's using AirPods, uh, his hearing aid. Yeah. She broke it, which is, I think, also another callback to the comic. They, they're they doing really well with the comic book over this all. Yeah, they're following so much to a T. That's why so, I want to start reading it. So they do ruin that Challenger, but he, he gets into another pretty nice car, I'd say. And she's just talking his ear off and he can't hear a word that she's saying. And it cracks me up. Yeah. It's like, I can't, I can't hear you, but uh, go ahead and use the arrows now. Okay. And she's just like, and he's like, okay, you go ahead then. Just like on the train too. He basically like reiterates everything he just said. 
she's like, yeah, we need to go check on the dog. We should probably go check on that dog. Like it's, it's pretty old. It was that, that part anyway was funny. Yeah. Like, him not being able to hear her at all. And it didn't bother him even, even a bit. He was like, eh, little break, all. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, trick arrows. Did you like the trick arrows? Yeah. It's the one thing that I thought was the best was the fact that they reference what if with the USB arrow. Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, but she was, I think that was the last arrow she had was like, you, what is, she was like, what's the point of this? And it's funny. It's like, you know, if you watch what if literally that USB arrow is what saved the entire multiverse, apparently versus here, it's a standoff before they throw a gigantic arrow. Um, I thought Have it was cool. You ever thought of boomerang arrows? Why on earth would I want a boomerang arrow? Is that episode four? Yeah, that's episode four. Ah, damn. Or is it episode four? I think it is because she has to go like, yeah, find, yeah, yeah. find all the arrows. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, the, what was your favorite trick arrow from the car? Well, I, I, we'll just call the whole thing the car scene, but like even after the car scene where they're on the bridge or whatever. I, it's a cop out to say the PIM tech arrow because that was no, badass. No, it's not a cop out. That was awesome, dude. That was so cool. That was cool. But I will say uh, some runner ups, the the goopy putty. Is that what they call it? The putty arrow? I don't know. The purple goo arrow is what yeah. I've been calling it. I love it. that it's purple because, you know, why not? It's Hawkeye purple. Um, Thanos. Meta. Yeah, right. Um, but the close second for me is actually that arrow that just shot a shit ton of like cables out and just started grappling everything. Um, kind of like Christmas a net. Christmas trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that arrow was actually kind of cool. So it's almost See? like a, you know, an area of effect grab, 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 grab sort of thing. I feel like there's a deeper meaning to that arrow. Uh, how would because, you say? Because she, she says, what is that arrow called? But she doesn't say that to the purple goo arrow or the gas arrow or any of that stuff. She's just like, what is that one called? Why is that the only one that you asked that for? So I feel like there's a, a deeper meaning, but I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe there's not. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what would you say yours is? Is it the Pym Tech Arrow is your favorite or is it a different oh, one? Oh, the Pym Tech Arrow is awesome. Hannah saw it coming because she's better at reading stuff. So she saw the word Pym on there. But I was like, what is going on? And she shoots the arrow in the air. And I was like, what? And then he shoots the arrow. And I was like, what? And then the arrow becomes like ginormous. And I was like, what? And then it's like. I don't even remember what the arrow does. Does it squish him? I doubt it. It basically just puts it in. And like, I saw one of the funniest comments there, like watching that. Someone was like, yeah, thanks, Hawkeye. You know how long that's going to take to repair in New York infrastructure (laughs) and all the money you just caused? Right. And damage. It was, it was funny. Same as Chicago. I'm sure. Jesus. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But yeah, I, I do like, I did like the pin arrow. I thought that was awesome. And I think he says in episode four, I think he says that they're not trick arrows, they're trick arrowheads, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like a technicality, right? Which makes sense because I guess I imagine most of them are just like pop it on or screw it on or some type of attachment like that. What I always wonder is where does he actually get his arrows? Well, he said that he he said you can't get any more trick arrowheads. This is all that's left. Mm, that's right. So his his link is gone. So that's why 
in episode four, he sends her to go f- mm. fetch all the all the trigger. <laughs> Which arrows. is so funny because it's like it's like uh playing with like a nerf gun as a kid where you're like, oh, that was so much fun. And I gotta spend like 15 minutes picking up all your darts and stuff yeah. like that. So it's it's kind of funny, you know. Um he's like, man, you know, I wish if Stark was still around, maybe have uh the nanite arrows where they just make their way back eventually or something. I don't oh, know. That would be that would be sick. So refresh my memory. They're on the the bridge. They do the cool jump off the bridge and shoot the arrow, kind of like in the Avengers where the yeah. grappling hook comes. They get onto a train or whatever, and they go back to the ant's apartment, right? I think they go back to the ant's apartment, just kind of clean up a little bit and all that fun stuff. Um, but basically, it's going to reside with them going back to uh, her mom's place because they have to go into security to look up what's going on with the the tracksuit mafia maya and everything right so then that's where the episode well, kind of ends well b- before before that before that i was a fan before that they do the uh the phone call nathaniel calls clint oh was that episode can't three? hear him at all that it was episode I three so. i thought that was episode two I'm, for some I'm reason i'm pretty sure it was it was you're right you're right and 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 Kate comes in and she just writes everything down and he talks to yeah. him or Clint talks to Nathaniel, you know, because it's like 6 a.m. in, in, in uh, what is it, Minnesota, Virginia? Where do they live? Rose Hill, Tennessee. T- Tennessee, you nerd. Only one so, person got it right or two. I think I got it right. No, I, don't I think, think I did. guessed, but I, th- oh, well, YOLO. Um, yeah. So he, he said it was like early in the morning and I just, I, I like that. It was like, uh, her helping him out. Yeah. And then, like you said, they go to the place, they go on the computer and he's walking around and he sees like the swords and stuff. And then <clears throat> fling. And that's where the episode ends. Right. Mm-hmm. So good episode. You know, cars, it was, it seemed very quick. You know, the 40 minutes goes very fast when it's like, oh, yeah. When it's like Maya for 10 minutes, car scene for 10 minutes, uh, clean up for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. done. One thing I was going to mention is one of the funniest moments in the episode, which we uh, kind of curtailed past already, when they're tied to those like, uh, I don't know, they're like the little things about the quarter in and your ride, almost like those yeah. like, yeah, stationary the things. Horse, the horses or whatever. Yeah. The the part where they uh she's talking to the one tracksuit bro and he's like complaining, getting all mad, and then he's like, I got my wife, or was it wife or girlfriend? He's like, I got her Imagine Dragons tickets. <laughs> and she's like, on the bright side, you don't have to go see Imagine Dragons. And he's like, I, I like Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, well, okay. And then she's like trying to talk to him and he's like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm like it's, it's so silly. It's funny. Yeah, I do remember that. Like they're like these guys aren't meant to be taken seriously. Oh, not like, at just, all. No. Like like Maya's serious and her right hand man or whatever. I don't even know his name, but he's kind of serious. And then the rest of them are just goons. Yeah. And he said she she doesn't even want to see it. She's just going to make me jealous. She's <laughs> yeah. taking her sister. She's like, well, at least you don't have to go see Imagine Dragons. I love Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I want to see them. I thought that was funny. 
Because sometimes I make jokes about them being like they're literally like theme theme rock. Um, no hate, no hate, respect. Uh, so I thought I just thought that was so funny. Um, so I think you pointed it out to me, Jack or Jacques, Jack. as he's known as in in the comics. He's mm. Jacques. He uh, he pulls the knife out on Clint or the knife, the sword out on Clint, and it's the Ronin sword, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So it's his own sword. Crazy. And then that takes us right into episode four. So episode four, like, I feel like half the time I just tell you everything that happens. You watched it. I watched it. Anyone who's listening watched it. So I I don't have to, like, tell you what happens. But I will say he's holding the blade up to Clint. And then he's like, oh, my God, you're uh, what did he call him? You're an Avenger. Well, yeah, he said you're an Avenger, and then, and then uh, Kate's mom was like, "Oh, what's an Avenger doing in my in my living room?" And he goes, "You're sharpshooter," or he, he calls him something. Sharpshooter, or did you say uh, you're arrow guy? Something, something not no, correct. You're the archer. The archer. Yeah, the they're archer. Like, they're like it's Hawkeye. He's yeah. Like, oh, like, okay. Oh yeah, you know, you know who you're talking about, and that's something I actually need to talk to you about because. That whole scene before they leave uh, the penthouse and everything with Kate's mom and Jack and everyone, I think I owe you uh, some um, your right points. I'm starting to really lean into the camp of Jack is really just uh, a dimwit dork who's trying to be a cool stepdad with a really shitty mustache. Um, of course, they literally give like an evil villain, the evil villain mustache. Yeah, it's a red herring. Kate's Mustaches mom, are cool. They are. I'm sorry. His mustache actually is kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Back to the story. <laughs> Kate's mom is super sus. She's the bad guy, dude. She I've is up to no that. good. I mean, you saw how panic and like nervous she was about everything to do with uh, like Clint being around and her daughter and just the way she was frantic and then that phone call. Mm. Do you know who that phone call was to? Who do you think? I think that was to our favorite person that nobody can remember her name. Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. I agree. Who who we know is the Nick Fury of the Dark Avengers. I agree. And, And in the episode... They, well, we'll get into it, but they, Clint says, I'm fighting, I'm fighting Maya right now. She's like, no, you're definitely not. I'm fighting Maya right now. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, then who the hell is this? So Kate, uh, Kate's mom called in a favor to take out Hawkeye or whatever to protect Kate or whatever the hell reason. So she called in a black widow to stop <laughs> Clint from, uh, doing this stuff with Kate. So mm-hmm. I think that's who she called. I don't think she called Yelena. I don't think, she, you know, I think. Yeah, definitely what, not Yelena. I was in the camp. It is either Kingpin or it's Contessa. But Kingpin, bold. Because the security having someone on the inside like that, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I think the Contessa is a more appropriate guess because we literally saw the end credit scene with, uh, Yelena in Black Widow and then she shows up you know at the apartment and everything so now she knows so 
that probably is a safer bet. Kingpin has his way involved in this somehow. But, I mean, we saw if they were all working together as a trio, then we would not have had Yelena, you know, fighting Maya at the same time too. Cause then it became like an all out brawl because yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Kingpin has anything to do with Yelena. I agree. So I think she, I think she called Contessa Allegra, Contessa Valentino Allegra de Fontaine to send in Yelena. Mm-hmm. And I think Maya works for, for Fisk, for Kingpin. And yes, yes. So I don't think I don't think Kate's mom has anything to do with the kingpin per se. At least at least not that I can tell just yet. So I'm going to need you to explain something to me. In this episode, mm-hmm. it was very important to them that they got this watch. Mm. Um I watched the episode yesterday. I worked I worked 12 hours yesterday. I was tired. Uh, after work, we went and saw Santa. Santa, so, yeah. Those, those photos were cute, by the way. Henry hated him. It was a whole thing. <laughs> we finally Santa? got. We fi- well, little kids do. That's, That's fair. Just, I hate the Easter Bunny as a um, kid. So we got him to bed about eight. I went and got food. We sat down to watch. Finally, at like nine o'clock. And now everybody's sleeping, so the TV's not as loud as I would like because I'm deaf, like Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. And so I missed some points, I think. Yeah. I I missed what really happened with that phone call to Laura. So can you explain to me what's going on with this Rolex? So that Rolex is another piece that he needs to get because it has a tracker in it, and he tracked it. Uh, or he had Laura actually track it, and that's where they found Maya's apartment. But they didn't know it was her apartment yet. So he's trying to get that too because it belonged to someone else, uh, probably from the Shield days. And from my speculation, I think that watch may have belonged to Laura because we saw her almost do like the man in the chair, or in this you know case, woman in the chair uh, for Clint because she even like oh, says man. something in. Sp- uh, she, it's, I'm pretty sure it was like German or Russian or something. She spoke in a different language. I'm nowhere on the dime because she's trying to kind of talk and code in front of the kids and everything. Um, so, yeah. So it's like my whole reason by thinking that it is Laura is because the whole point of Hawkeye, he's trying to clear um, Kate's name. He's trying to like clear all this out because he wants to protect his family, right? So if this piece is you know, ties back to Laura at all. I mean, that's another threat to his family again. And so when he's in the, uh, when, no, when uh, Kate's in the apartment and she sees that written down on paper, it has Clint and then his wife and his kids and all that listed out there. So that's just another reason that I'm thinking the watch has something to do with it. And it ties back to his family again. But also we did see Maya ask uh, her uh, right-hand man, um, Kazi, asking about, like, tell me everything you can find out about Clinton Barton. So that could have been that, too. Um, so I don't I don't know. it. The Rolex has to be Laura or someone else, but I can't think of who else it could be. Have you given it much thought? No, I have no idea. Like, no clue at all. Yeah. Unless it was, like, Nats, but... Nat doesn't seem like somebody yeah, would, would be the have point a Rolex. Of that. Yeah. I don't really understand it. 
and they're gonna like do the big reveal and i'm gonna be like oh okay <laughs> um speaking of nat this episode was heavy on the natasha romanov <laughs> oh yeah rest her soul mm-hmm. um kate's mom i can never remember her name i don't really care she's 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 evil she's scary um she was talking to clint and clint's like no she, kate's fine she's safe i'm good at what i do and then she says well natasha romanoff was good at what she does mm-hmm. or what she did and now she's gone mm-hmm. first one gut punch clint takes it very well he's like yeah you're right later on kate asks clint what's the best shot you ever took oh god said, well, this piece how did i forget Yes. And he said, the one I didn't take. She goes, what does that mean? And he goes, eh, nothing. I shouldn't have said it. She's like, dude, you can't do that. And he's like, I don't want to talk about it, okay? And she's like, whoa. And then then you find out, which you, you kind of could piece together. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, he was sent to go take out Romanov, Natasha. And he just couldn't do it. And then they became best friends. Mm-hmm. And Nathaniel was named after uh, Natasha. Yep. So, yeah, that was, you know, the whole thing of it. Uh, Kate finally pieced together that he was the Ronin. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, everybody dealt with the blip their own way. Yeah. And he just went on a freaking <laughs> freaking rampage, man. Mm-hmm. But it was very heavy on the Romanov. Uh, Kate went to bed. He said, go go get some rest. We got a big day tomorrow. And then she went off and he was sitting in his chair. He took out his ear, his, his uh, hearing aid. And he was just sitting there in dead silence. And then you saw the, the cliff scene again. Mm-hmm. They played, they played back the cliff scene from Avengers Endgame. Just ripped your heart out, right? You're like, oh, don't make me relive this. Mm. So very heavy on the Romanov this episode, right? Right. So to get away from all the heavy, they go they go to their stakeout spot. Well, to get away from the heavy, they send Kate to uh, the LARPing place. Mm-hmm. So she comes back and she she's so dead set on getting Clint a suit. Yeah. And so you know he's going to be wearing something super ridiculous in this next episode, right? Mm-hmm. It's either this one or this the sixth episode. And I feel like the sixth episode has to be saved for like what needs to be done to wrap it up. Yeah. So this next one, he's going to have like the big dumb glasses on or something. It's a uh, Marvel show must. Everybody has to dress like they did in the comics. Yeah, all the references to the OG. Yeah. So the LARPers are ready. Yeah. So Kate like agrees to get them stuff if for help with the arrows. Yeah. It was funny when the, when the police officer hands the bag over and Clint tries to take it. She goes, this is my bag. Yeah. Like what are you doing? (laughs) You didn't bring your own bag. (laughs) He's like, what? She goes, my girlfriend or my wife. Yeah. I think it was her wife. It doesn't matter, but my wife made me this bag. It is. It has embroidery on it. It says "bootyful" or something stupid like that. Yeah, it's... it was funny. And so, 
he gets his trick arrows back and he does his thing. And that's when they eventually go to the the rooftop, right? Mm-hmm. So so Kate's like, why are we on the wrong rooftop? He goes, you need a plan to get out. It's a lot easier to have a plan to get out because getting in is fine, but getting out is usually harder. So this is our plan, right? Mm. And he goes, you're going to use the grappling arrow to do this and that and this. And then she's just like, she's just walking across the street. He's like, do you ever listen to anything? She's like, nah, not really. <laughs> Right. So that was another funny thing was she went and helped this old man with his groceries. Yeah. She's like, I'm talking to an Avenger. He's in my ear. And the guy's like, I'll just take these groceries back now. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Walked away. So that was pretty funny. Can you help? Uh, I can help. He's like, I'm good. I'm good. And I think, I think it's really cool how they do the, uh, the stuff that normal people wouldn't understand. So she walks into the into the apartment and then the the blinding lights start going off. Yeah. And she shoots him with the goo arrows. And somebody that is hearing impaired probably knew what was going on, but me, I had no idea what was going on. Mm, yeah, that's a good. And eventually point. and eventually he was like, "Yeah, those are are silent alarms or whatever. It's for people that are hard of hearing." So she knew so he knew Maya was going to be there. Mhm. And uh, she grabs the watch. She finds out all this stuff about Clint. You know, she's got all this information about Laura and Nathaniel and Lila. Can I get the last one's name? Is it Spencer? We're going to, we're going to go with Spencer and their ages. And then, uh, yeah. Then, <laughs> then she goes, Maya's here. And he goes, yeah, I know. I'm fighting her right now. She's no, you're not. And that's when you get the uh, the awesome like four way fight between Clint mm-hmm. with uh, I guess it's not a four way fight, but Clint with Kate versus Maya versus this masked assailant who's just beating the crap out of Clint. She mm-hmm. is just wrecking fools, and you're like, "Oh, who is this?" Also, comic book reference. That's what she that's what she wears in the comic books. Mm. And then she hits him with the uh, with the red. Uh, like the venom sting wrist, thing. yeah, with yeah. The, like the wrist shockers. Yep, you're like that's definitely her. Yes, right. I got so and, stoked, uh, man. Yeah, so she does this really cool thing where, like, I don't know exactly how she did it, but she like hooked Kate up to a to a wire and pushed her over, and it was very oh yes, Rom- yes. Romanov esque. And Clint's like no. And he like looks over and she's falling and it, it's just like when when Natasha was falling. I think they even played a, a slowed down version of the they, Warren Mirror they did. track. Yes, they did. Oh my god, I didn't first hear that because I like I said I watched this at two in the morning, so I had the volume down low, so I didn't know that. So I need to go watch it after this because I've only seen it once. But I was like, yeah. oh my god, they did. So he he sees her and then he looks down and there's like a bunch of stuff to break her fall. And he's like, bye and cuts her down. And then she falls and then it ends up coming back. Mm-hmm. But it seems like Yelena wasn't interested in killing Kate. You know, why would Yelena care about Kate unless she was hired by Kate's mom? Ooh, I 
did not think about that. I'm just saying. I did I'm not just, put that together. That is a good. Just, that is a good catch. I mean, obviously, you're not just trying to kill people. You know, Elaine is not a freaking monster. Yeah, Gillian, right? A- anymore, but you know, it's like, hey, take care of this guy, but don't hurt this one. And then she's just like, well, this one's in my way. You know, so accurate. Um. I did want to say yeah. there was one funny part before that fight uh, kind of ends. Um, Go ahead. When Kate finally shoots the uh, uh, arrow across so she can zip line and she gets stuck right in the middle. Oh, yeah. She's like, are you serious? I was like, I told I told Hannah in the middle of that. I said, if that was me, I would fall to my death for sure. Same. I, I, I was just stuck it. in the middle. Be like, uh, yep, here we are. <laughs> I would hold on. I, you know, I can't hold myself that that long anyway. <laughs> Middle of New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I do remember that. That was fine. Does she zip line over there? Does Maya, or does she just come up the other building? I think. She probably uh, just comes yeah, up. I think she just shows up. I I don't even remember at this point. So, I don't remember why Maya retreated. Uh, she, I think, I'm pretty sure she got like the, like the red shocks from Yelena just got shot at her. And then I think she couldn't handle it anymore. And then she kind of noped out. Yeah. Oh no. And didn't, uh, Kate shot an arrow at her. Oh yeah. Yeah, She she shot her. She (laughs) shot the, (laughs) she, she straight up shot her. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. And then, so she, she dipped and then. Yelena took off her mask mm-hmm. to reveal it wasn't Yelena. Night Monkey. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the Noctamunka. Um, but Yelena, and then she dips, and then Clint's like, "No, this got real, real quick." Yep. Right. He's like, "We're done." So, so I'm doing this by myself from now on. She's like, "No," and he's like, "We're not partners. I never liked you." It's like. Uh, like he's he's been yeah, saying this the, the whole time. time. She's like, "No, we're partners." And he's like, "We're not partners. I hate you." She's like, "No, don't say that." And then it ends, right? Yeah. So it ended, and I was like, "Okay, it's over." And then I was, I click pause or whatever on the Roku. It was like five minutes left, and I was like, "Dude!" And I played it, and I watched all the credits, and then it just said, "Watch Shang Chi," and I was like. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> yeah, there haven't been any after credit scenes yet. Uh, if there are, it's going to be the next one. Yeah, let's go. With you that. and your, you and your freaking Reddit, man. Dude, these spoilers that I come across, I, I know I said I, you know, I'm in thanks, but my point being is that I'm not always actively looking for them. Whenever I see a spoiler like a leak or something like that. It's when I'm not looking for them. Literally any other time when I, I'm like, you know what? I feel a little, uh, little, uh, courageous today. Let's, let's spoil something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's always when I'm absolutely not trying to at all. And that's when it comes across my, uh, timeline newsfeed, whatever the hell it is. And then that's when I get spoiled and that sucks. So everyone be careful. It's a good point to bring up. Um, I know we're at the end of our episode here anyways, but I believe on Monday, the do, 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 you know, whatever Monday is, um, I believe that's when the embargo is actually going to be lifting on No Way Home. If you thought it's been bad the last couple months with leaks and spoilers, 
seriously strap in because it's going to be bad now that people are seeing premieres and the press releases and everything like that. We're going to see a lot more stuff that you don't want to know. So just be really, really careful. If you know how to mute hashtags and phrases and keywords on like Twitter and stuff, do it because uh, it might make or break your entire experience. So do you have any uh, final thoughts on these last two episodes of Hawkeye? Um, this, this for me is like neck and neck with Loki. This is a good ass show. It's so good, man. I'm really enjoying the show. Loki brought in Sylvie. Sylvie's a great character. This show brought in Maya. Maya's a great character. Yeah. Um, I've always said Hawkeye is so underrated. I am known for the underratedness of it all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, um, I, I, I really, really like this show and I'm really excited for the next two episodes. I wish it was, <laughs> that's what she said. I wish the show was longer. Mm-hmm. So, but it is what it is. You know, I don't want them to like, just keep going with nonsense. So I think the next episode is going to be closer to 50 and I think the last episode is going to be an hour. I hope so. Or vice versa. It might be the opposite. What do you think? Um, so my guess is that Yelena is going to show up again and she might actually have a scene with Kate's mom. I think there's going to be a follow-up discussion or call or something. Uh, she's got to come back because Yelena showing up earlier than I originally thought to me, before all this Nelson Fisk and everything, or uh, excuse me, Wilson Fisk and everything going on, I, I don't know. I was looking at a different name. Um, Steve Evans, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Steve Evans I got a 50-50. Nelson Fisk. I'm talking about. We're going to start our own Marv, Marvin comics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey, you know, anyway, um, <laughs> I got nothing. Before, like, going to Hawkeye, I really thought the biggest character we may see here is going to be Yelena. And I thought she was going to be saved towards the end based off the after credit scene. So I'm super incredibly pleasantly surprised to see her already show up in episode four with a full face reveal. Not just like, oh, you see the widow's uh, gauntlets, but then the mask never comes off. So you're like, I wonder who it is. But, you know, so I'm excited to see uh, what unt- like what unfolds because I really want to know what's going on with Contessa, man. That's the big piece I really want to see, like where that's all headed. So, like you, like you want to see a picture of her, John Walker, uh, Yelena, and like Abomination together, don't you? I, I just want to know, man. I want to, I want no to know way. what they're setting up on this side. I know what they're doing with the Eternals. I understand what they're doing with the multiverse. I want to know what's going on with the smaller scale things because that's what I feel like this is going on to be. Um, Right. So I think we're we're staying on the ground for this one. Yeah. This is the ground. You got your air, then you got your, or ground, sea, and air kind of whatever. But uh, yeah, really optimistic. Well, we appreciate everybody sticking with us for so long. We are going to do our shout outs and then we'll let you go on with the rest of your day. Sound good? Sounds perfect. So I've been working a lot. I don't mean to be a drag but I forgot to do the would you rathers last week or this week rather yesterday I apologize uh, I 
literally got home. I was doing something. It was like, no, I was, I was sitting there waiting for my food. And, uh, I saw the would you rather Wednesdays on Dr. Squatch's, uh, Instagram. And I said, Oh, today's Wednesday. <laughs> it was like eight 45 at night when I realized today was Wednesday. So I apologize. No worries, man. So we're just, we're going to go over Devin's trivia and uh, we'll get you guys out of here. Sound good? Let's do it. So what is the name of the Hundun creature in Shang-Chi? I have a special relationship with this question because Richard texted me at like, uh, I don't know, I was at work. It was early. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, dude, I just woke up and I answered this question and I am so freaking mad because he answered Trevor. Cause he's, and he's like, I know it's not Trevor. I know who Trevor is. I know the answer to this question. I love Shang-Chi. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's just, I just woke up and clicked it. And I was like, crap, you know? So the correct answer was Morris. Trevor is the, the, the fella's name. Morris is the little faceless pig creature's name. The Hundun. I got you with Trevor peeps. So let's, uh, the other options too are also Curtis and Albert. I don't know where I came up with these names, to be honest. It just, they just sounded funny. A lot of people picked Curtis. They did. They really did. Um, so let's, uh, give credit to those who got Morris. So shout out to Alana856. Jonah underscore Jorgensen underscore. Jeff Duckman. Jedi underscore Summers. And Kellum112. Good job, guys. And then that was last week. So mm-hmm. now we have this week, which you got me on. I got no, this was this was way, yeah. I might have said point place, Wisconsin. Um so the question is what snowy town? Oh. See, what? What? You, you no. Earlier in the episode, I said <laughs> that Laura Laura lives in where was it? And then you said Rose Hill, Tennessee, which is not the question that I asked you. That this is different. How's this it different? Is, what snowy town does Tony land in? In Iron Man three is not the same as where does Laura and the kids live? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I did a question of them in Missouri. My bad. It's okay. So. The question is, what snowy town does Tony does Tony land in in Iron Man 3? Your answers were Point Place, Wisconsin, Red Bank, New Jersey, Salem, Massachusetts, and Rose Hill, Tennessee. And we got answers for all, or we got uh, uh, <laughs> votes for all four answers, and everyone thought it was Wisconsin. Okay. Let me talk through these answer choices. <laughs> so Point Place, Wisconsin. Isn't that where they shoot uh, the town, the fictional town or whatever in that 70s show? Probably. Is that, I'm like, point place. I just came up with them like, hey, isn't that that 70s show? <laughs> well, if Sounds it is, right. it got seven of you. Dum dums. Sorry. We love you. I, I said point place, Wisconsin. Dum dum. Sounds, du- sounds dumb. Sounds dumb. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, I got to do that. Um, the second option was Red Bank, New Jersey. And so I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. In uh, the Jay and Silent Bob secret stash is in Red Bank, New Jersey. So that's why I put that there. Then Salem, Massachusetts. 
everyone knows Salem, the witch trials and everything, but also... It was Agatha all along. Exactly. Which leads us to the correct answer, which was Rose Hill, Tennessee. And that took some research. I'm not going to lie. I don't know when I came up with this in the middle of my like three, four in the morning wake up call. Um, I came to it and then I realized, uh, I guess they shot it in North Carolina or the Rose Hill is actually a town in a different state. So that actually town does exist, except it's not Tennessee. It's a different state. So uh, the city is actually real. There's a little fun fact for the day. So only three people got that right. So shout out to Devin the Stone. Oh, good job, who, Devin the Stone. What a, hey, what an the awesome question. name, man. You guys should go check that guy out on like Instagram or something. Devin the Stone. <laughs> what up, man? You know. You're in the know. You know? Uh, but also the real people who actually got it right was Emily.sweet.art. Good job. Check her out. She's great. And uh, Puffy underscore Tortilla. 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 Congratulations, everyone. Thanks for playing. So, what state is Clint Barton's homestead located in? And it was Missouri. That was the question from like three weeks ago. Yeah, that's right? why I thought it's about the- that. I, I I apologize. I give you credit. I give you credit. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for joining us today on Earth 894. We went a little long, but thank you for bearing with us. Devin has a lot of uh, has a lot of editing to do. I'm sorry. I'm such a bad co-host. You're great. It's fine. I'm going to be fully awake. So the next time you hear from us, we will have probably seen Spider-Man. Oh, my home. God. Dude, I've been so nervous to the pandemic with movie schedules changing and everything. Spider-Man is literally a week away. Less than a week now, if you're counting by the hours. I cannot wait, man. I just, I'm serious. I'm gonna make. I'm making a bingo card. I am making a bingo card for everyone to share. I'm gonna do it. it. Well, the point of the bingo card is they all have to be different. Otherwise, we're all gonna get bingo. Well, the thing is, we want to get. Well, depending on what I put on there, you want to get bingo, or you want as many cards spots as possible. But it's gonna be, you know. It's 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 gonna be May. All right, everybody. Um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on uh, I was gonna say MySpace. <laughs> follow us on, on Facebook. Uh, if you're listening on a platform that takes reviews, give us a review. Let us know what we're doing wrong. Let us know what we're doing right. You know. Um, maybe we actually might give you a giveaway. Yeah, we're thinking. We we've got stuff planned. You know. Shout out to Heart of a Hero Inc. Shout out to our good friend Ricky. Shout out to Emily.sweet.art. Dot, maybe. Who knows? Uh, she is phenomenal. If you need something done, I think her commissions are open. Give her a, give her a, a message on Instagram. She's freaking so good. She's so good. Um, anything else, Dev? Spider-Man is less than a week away! Let's go! I'm stoked. Oh, I didn't even say, man. Well, I'll leave it at the end here. I watched the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. I was like, I'm going to get ready for this movie. Watched the first one. 
and then I haven't had time to watch anything else. Who who cares? I think okay. I think I might try and do a quick blaze through the movies I haven't finished yet because I did watch uh, I mean Spider Man one recently, so I think I might try and go through. Uh, I think I'm gonna Spider Man, do- Spider Man two, Spider Man three, Amazing Spider Man two, Homecoming, and Far From Home. Good luck, buddy. I'm gonna do Spider Man one, two. I've seen three too many times. Um, Amazing Spider Man two, and then. I might just watch Homecoming. I watched Far From Home recently. so yeah, Far From Home is good as hell. Thank you again for joining us here on Earth 894. Everybody, have a happy week. We'll see. Found it. Found it. Have a happy week. We'll see you next time. We love you all. Bye. I like a mattered dragons.